0: Welcome to The Pickup. I'm Will Lewis, and today's guest is Don Harvey. Hello, Don. How you doing?
1: I'm great. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, thank you for being here.
1: I couldn't be happier. And my dog couldn't be happier either, because I'm in my booth. My dog doesn't usually get to sit on my lap in my booth, but he's getting to for the interview, so he's very happy.
0: Oh, is he really? What's your dog's name?
1: My dog's name is Danny, which is short for Dania. And Danya oh, yeah. means close or near in Arabic, and I rescued him last year. He came up from Texas, and he would not leave my side, so I needed to find a name that
0: meant close, stuck to me, and it's Danya. Now, you live, in, you live in Canada, and I you do. rescued a dog in Texas. sounds there sound <laughs> like there's a story behind there.
1: <laughs> well, not really. Um, apparently, we don't have really very many small rescue dogs up here. Most of our rescues Mm -hmm. come off the reservations and they're large dogs. And I wanted a dog that I could put underneath the seat on the plane when I travel. I plan to travel a lot. And uh, so I got this cute little Danny who is 12 pounds, who's just the perfect size to go under. Uh, We ship about, I don't know, 15 or 20 dogs up from Texas every couple of weeks and somehow find homes for them all. Um, but what I didn't oh. what I didn't think about when I got Danny at twelve pounds was that he'd been living on the streets, and so uh, once he got healthy, he is eighteen pounds, and he doesn't fit under any <laughs> airplane
0: seats. But he's cute. <laughs> okay, now I'm gonna. It, hopefully, some of our listeners here are as clueless as I am about <laughs> pets on planes. Do you have to sneak a dog on a plane, or, no. or are they allowed? You don't. You don't. No, you, don't. no. Okay.
1: you have to pay for them. Uh, and okay. you can put them in a crate in the luggage, but oftentimes dogs dogs die, oftentimes. So I am happier to bring them on the plane. You still have to pay for them, mm-hmm. but they have to be small mm-hmm. enough to fit into a little package that'll go underneath the seat in front of you, and they have to stay in that for the entire flight.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know, those dogs must be really pretty good at, at holding the bathroom thing, because they, <laughs> you know... If you're going to carry a dog around in a purse for six hours, right? I mean, am, am I right? I mean,
1: well, yeah, except for that. You know what? My now I've had three kids, so I don't have a great bladder, but I have to get up like once or twice in the night to go to the bathroom. And this little guy, he'll go like 14 hours. It's because sometimes I sleep a long time, wow. and I don't know how they do it, but anyway, they do.
0: Wow, I'm in awe. <laughs> my, my hat goes off to you, Danny. It um, really does. He's
1: looking very proud at the moment.
0: Okay. So <laughs> he, he understood what I said. All right. Great. Yeah. Okay. So now, Don, you've narrated dozens of audiobooks, won a contract with Audible, beating out several hundred other voice actors to narrate Sex and the Single Girl. And soon you're going to be teaching your very first narration class. How'd you get started in voice acting?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, A very long story. Now, I gave you the whole long story. Do you want me to give everybody the whole long story? It's really long. Sure. Um, You know, I was one of these people, when I was in high school, I couldn't decide whether I wanted to be an actress or a lawyer. So, I started out going to... school to be an actress. lawyer.
0: I know. uh, I don't think many people have that problem.
1: Well, (laughs) the thing you know, all those tests you take that tell you how your brain is, whether you're left-brained or right-brained, I'm like equal. Mm -hmm. I'm left and right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of good because I've got this analytical side as well as the creative side. So that makes me pretty versatile. But it also makes it really hard to figure out what the hell you're going to be when you grow up, right? So... I decided I was going to be an actress and then I got married and courses didn't work out. And so I dropped out for what was supposed to be a short period of time. But in the end, it ended up being a long period of time. Um, I started trying to have babies and that wasn't going real well. So by the end of pregnancy five with no babies, I decided that I wanted to go to law school and be a lawyer. If I wasn't going to have babies, then I wanted a career. So I went to law school and then later I actually got a master's of law. But in third year law, I had a baby. So, you know, sometimes you think you're not going to get anything and then you end up with everything. Um, So now I was a lawyer with a baby and um, I went and practiced law for a little while and I practiced family law. I thought that would be a really good place for me, but it turned out it really wasn't a good place for me because, and probably because of my creative side, I cry at every little episode of Little House on the Prairie and the Coke commercials. And I cry all the time. And all these things just rip at my heartstrings. And so I'd be sitting in court waiting for them to call my case. And there would be some real tearjerker story always in family court that would have me in my chair sobbing, praying that the judge didn't call me next. You know, because you don't want to stand up front as the lawyer crying because that's just bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to make a decision whether I wanted to harden myself so that though nothing bothered me, which is the only way you can survive in that profession, or leave it. And I decided I like being the kind of person who cries at Little House on the Prairie. So I left it. I came back to Calgary, which is kind of where I had been before I went to law school, and went back to the oil industry, which I had been doing before I went to law school. But with a law degree, the you know, the work that I got was better and I was more respected and blah, blah, blah. So that was going well. But I was really missing the creative side, the artsy side. You know, I'd done community theater off and on during all those years. But I wanted more. I wanted it all back. So I started um, doing more community theater and... and um, At the same time, my knees went, got shot. So I had really bad arthritis in both of my knees and I was, you know, in my early 40s and it was looking like, you know, if I was going to get a couple knee replacements, it wouldn't be very long till I couldn't walk. And how could I perform if I couldn't walk? And so that led me finally to voice acting because I could sit in a wheelchair and still perform. Now, as it turns out, I've had both my knees replaced, and everything's great, so now I have kids, and a law degree, and a voiceover career, and a film career, and, you know, I just have it all now, which means I never get harassed anymore.
0: (laughs) And if I'm following the progression of all this correctly, I think that had it not been for Little House on the Prairie, you would still be in corporate law. Am I following
1: I I think that's something you could extrapolate from that story, yes. No. Because you'd have to also take away the Coke commercials.
0: And, Uh, yeah, no. I'm just a suck. And if not Little House on the Prairie, maybe something else.
1: It would absolutely be something else.
0: Mary Tyler Moore. I don't know if that was... I never
1: watched it. Well, I saw The Judge yesterday. And it's not a Mm tearjerker film, but it brought tears to my eyes about 12 times, so... Uh, it's hopeless. Well, that's
0: the Robert Robert Downey Jr. Yes, with, with Robert Duvall. Yeah.
1: Yes, and Robert Downey Jr. does undo his shirt, and it's worth going just for that.
0: Well, you know they had to put <laughs> the beefcake in there somewhere. You know, I mean they got to they got to put female butts in the seats, So there you go.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, he you puts know. them there. But anyway, mm. it was a good show, and we digress.
0: Okay, so so let's go back just a little bit. You mentioned that you started out in college studying theater, is that right? Correct. For a year at, at, and you studied at Now, most people in the states probably don't are not familiar with this, but there is a university in Vancouver called University. Am I right about that?
1: Okay, I'm in Calgary. Um You're in Calgary. Yeah, and I But
0: the th- you but university that you attended, where's that?
1: Was the University of Calgary?
0: The university of Calgary. Okay. Right. So when so you I've... say you when you when you when you say that you spent a year studying theater at university, mm-hmm. are you talking about university in Vancouver or are you talking about university a university in Calgary?
1: University in Calgary. A university oh, so in a... Calgary, yes.
0: There's a university in Calgary.
1: There's a couple of universities there...
0: in Calgary now. Okay. Oh there
1: are? Yeah, we okay. have very few colleges up here. We have a lot of universities and a few colleges some of which have now also become universities.
0: Well, am I am I, maybe I'm wrong about this. Is there a university called University in Vancouver?
1: In Vancouver <laughs> because, there is Capilano College. There's UBC, yeah. UBC, which is University of British Columbia. There is a university in Abbotsford, which I think is called the University of I don't think there's anything just called University. It would always be University okay. of and then wherever it is, whether it's UBC well, I'm gonna or I'm going to go
0: back and check that because okay. I'm thoroughly confused. <laughs> I, I, I thought there was it cuz I was doing when I was doing some, you know, we buy scripts, screenplays yeah. sometimes to produce and We were looking at the uh, screenwriting department at one of the universities up there, and the name on the website was University. And I thought, well, University of what? What Okay.
1: Well, I just Googled it, because that's the kind of girl I am. Um, And there is an AI university, which is the Art Institute University, and there's UBC, Mm. and there's Capilano, and there's Simon Fraser, and there's one on on Vancouver Island called UVic. I don't know. Yeah, I think um, you're crazy.
0: Uh, well, I br- I the <laughs> crawfish that we eat around here. That's okay.
1: Crawfish are good. Mm.
0: Yeah, except when they make you crazy. Okay. okay. But at any rate, maybe I can get to this question by the time we finish this interview. <laughs> okay. You studied theater at a university for a year. Okay. Correct. You, wanted to st- you started out, you know, uh, you-, you wanted to go either stage acting, uh, film and TV, whatever. And so very early on, um, life came calling for you, right? Because of a lot of, you know, a lot of the stuff that you just shared with us. Mm -hmm. And you ended up, instead of acting, going into law. Okay, so did you ever think, you know, in those years that you were sort of diverted from what you wanted to do? Did you ever think you'd be able to get back into acting?
1: Well, for a period of time, I was happy just... Um, just to do some stuff in community theater and and have that be enough because you know I had a full time career as a lawyer which is pretty demanding and I had by the you know by the end of the day well by the time I left Vancouver I had two kids and and a nanny and a house to run and you know that was enough um, mm-hmm. but I guess once I came back here and I was back in the oil industry where it wasn't really demanding and um, the kids were getting older and. It wasn't enough for me anymore. I, I needed to go back and let my creative side again rule me. And so it does now. I get to be crazy now. It's great.
0: <laughs> and, and while you were doing the balancing between being a mom, a corporate lawyer, you, as you mentioned, developed some health problems with your, with your knee.
1: Yeah, that actually happened after um, I went to law school in Halifax, and then I practiced in Vancouver, and then we moved back to Calgary. And I got pregnant again with my third child. Um, and I think I don't know what. happened. by the end of that pregnancy, my knees had started to go. And within a few years, I was you know needing knee replacement. And as I said, really young. So it's not something doctors like to do at that age.
0: Mm-hmm. And and at that time, what was your biggest concern regarding? you know the the problem with your knees
1: well it was you know being so young um i was going to pretty much not be able to walk if they wouldn't replace my knees um at one point you know i was on medication and it was pretty well handled but um i can't remember the time period sometime around the turn of the century like 2000 um there was a problem with a bunch of the arthritis medications and people were dying or stroking out or something. So they took my particular med off the market and I got, my doctor gave me a different one. And within a few months, I was unable to walk except with canes. And fortunately, the medicine came back that I was able to take again. But that's how bad it was that without the appropriate medication, I'm 42 years old. I can't walk more than three blocks. I can't, you know, I can't swim. I can't go bike riding. I can't do anything because the pain is so intense. And, uh, without the medication, I can't even walk. So I had got back into theater at that point and had started, um, actually looking, working more on film because, you know, I still had to support my family. I was a single mom. And so I couldn't quite quit my day job and be a waitress, especially with my knees. <laughs> so, so, um, but I started studying film acting more because in film acting, you know, you can work uh, and get paid a decent amount of money without as big a time commitment. So I could still, you know, sort of do the creative things I wanted to do while still managing the rest of my life.
0: Mm-hmm. And now, when all, when you had all that going on with the, you know, the the issue with the the medical issue with your knees, your pregnancy history, did, did, did that factor at all into your concerns? Because you'd mentioned that you, you know, you'd lost a few pregnancies along the way.
1: Well, I actually, at the end of the day, I had 10 pregnancies and three children. And, you know, I would have stopped a long time ago.
0: <laughs> I would never have had 10 children.
1: <laughs> but that's how many we got to to get to baby number three. Um, and I went
0: through a lot. That's, that's the, uh, can I say that that sounds pretty determined. That sounds pretty like you had your mind set.
1: Well, you know I was I was one of those girls who was always gonna be a mom, like I loved babies it would they I was I'm you know just a crazy woman around babies. and so you know, I realized kind of recently in reflection that I pretty much missed the eighties um because during that time, I went through five lost babies, and that's really hard on a person, so um. You know, that whole period of time is just a blur, and and how I managed to do anything, <laughs> like going to law school, is beyond me. Um, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it, it affected me a great deal, and, and is you know, part of why I lost part of myself for that period of time. I just wasn't in a headspace where I could be useful in anything except, you know, really dry academic, I guess, probably my emotions were too wrapped up in the pain i was suffering psychologically at that mm-hmm. time i don't know, remember what your mm-hmm. question was did i answer it <laughs> yeah well
0: <laughs> the, the the question was you know while you were you know having to deal with the the knee issue how did the your your, your experience and as you mentioned the psychological difficulty and pain of losing, you know, uh, pregnancy again and again. I I, I just imagine it compounded the whole knee situation. Well,
1: you know, the baby situation was pretty much resolved before the knee situation came to be, um, because it was after my last baby that the knees got bad. So, you know... um, and I can't explain it. When people ask me, you know, what happened to my knees, I tell them it's because I was playing too much football with the Calgary Stampeders because I got no excuse. So pretending I was rolling around with the boys makes, you know, as good a story as any. I, it's probably because I fell down too much <laughs> It's probably what it is, but that's not a good story.
0: <laughs> now, you mentioned the the, psych- the, the psychological burden of having to go you know of going through so many failed pregnancies Mm -hmm. was there ever a point where you just wanted to say that i'm not going through that again
1: um well you know i went to law school because i thought well, and, and, and every every lost baby was a different reason. You know, there was, I had three ectopics pregnancies, which anybody who knows anything about that is like, it's ridiculous that I had three pregnancies. I lost a tube. I still managed to have all these babies. Um, but, you know, some I didn't have poor enough. My hormone levels were too low, and then my, my ovary was in the wrong position. And it was just one stupid thing after another. And um, so by the time I went to law school, I had, was pretty. I hadn't given up, um, but it seemed pretty clear to me that it, the odds of it ever happening were so small that I would just put it in the back of my mind and go ahead with my life, which is why I went to law school. And then I got pregnant again when I was there and immediately lost that one as well. Um, and at that time, the doctor in Halifax said, well, we're going to put you on, on hormones, which they'd never done here because I kept getting pregnant. So they're like, well, getting pregnant's not a problem. There's no reason to give you hormones. But then at that point, the hormone levels weren't working. So they gave me hormones and boom, I had a baby. So now I'm in law school and I have a baby, which is not what was supposed to have happened. Right. Mm -hmm. And again, I lost your, I
0: lost track of your question again. (laughs) No, no, that's okay. I got to write these
1: questions down.
0: Well, no, it's okay because, you know, it's, 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 it's something that a lot of couples, uh, struggle with, yeah. you know, and some of them spend tens of thousands of dollars on, on fertility treatments. Well, women women and men freeze their yeah. eggs and their sperm sometimes, you know, so it's
1: I, I looked at the in vitro process. It was something that our process, and that's something that we were mm-hmm. talking about. But it, again, if you know anything about the in vitro process, it is so, so difficult on your psyche, your entire life, particularly for the woman. I mean, the man doesn't need to do a lot, right? One visit and he's done. But the woman is every day, every day, every day focused on getting injections and making sure the hormone levels are at the right amount and going into the hospital every day. And you, your entire being is completely focused on getting pregnant. And the success rate, you know, we're talking the... uh. 80s success rate was pretty low like one in 10 chance or something and Mm -hmm. for so for most people you go through all of that plus the money um and then you don't get pregnant and then you have to go through that huge letdown and depression that will accompany that immediately and uh you know all the power to the people that do it I didn't have the strength. I thought, I cannot do that to myself. I've been through enough. So I I never went that route. Mm -hmm. Okay. I bet you never thought this is what our interview was going
0: to be about. (laughs)
1: Let's talk about how to have problems having
2: babies.
0: (laughs) You know, when you're in the pickup, you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. That's why it's called the pickup. Okay, so... Right now, you've got a a, a recurring role in a TV series. Tell us about that.
1: I do. Um, Well, I live in Calgary, so um, there's not a lot of work here for people in film. Um, We have right now actually five television series shooting here and and the occasional feature film and uh, stuff, but they don't cast any of the roles out of Calgary except for the one line, would you like sugar with that? Everything else is cast out of Vancouver, Toronto, LA. So they don't even really? yeah. So they don't even look at us. So um, that makes for
0: limited options. So they bring Vancouver actors to cast to, to to feel these. If
1: anybody oh, has any talent, they don't live here. They would live in Vancouver or Toronto if they had talent. So that's kind of the attitude you get. So they don't even they, you don't even get an audition for those roles. And then if you're a mm-hmm. woman, you know, like if we look at the TV series that are shooting here. Um, there's almost no roles for women. And if there are roles for women, they're 20 and, you know, beautiful and, and, and a stick. That's the only roles there are. So there's a lot of women here who like to get more work. So the TV series that I'm in started out as a web series um, for, initially for a woman who was doing an apprenticeship pro- program, and she had an assignment to write and shoot a scene of four women sitting around a table or four people sitting around a table. So she did that, and she called some of her actor friends and said, hey, you want to come and, and play Friday afternoon with me? I have to do this project. And so we went and did it, and it was called The Poker Girls. And it was so fun mm-hmm. that we said, well, let's let's do it every week. So every week she'd write a script, and every Friday afternoon we'd shoot it at her house. Poker Girls ended up becoming a, a one-hour um, pilot which then um, it was directed by the fellow who had been her uh, her coach while she was apprenticing, and um, written by my friend Jewel Callwell, and um, a friend of the directors is Judy Norton, who was Mary Allen on the Waltons, and she came up and played the role of my boss. I'm a drunk judge, and she played my boss, who had, you know, fired me for being a drunk judge. Um, subsequent to that we wrote or not me Jewel and Judy wrote uh, half a dozen uh, half hour episodes of what became Bluff so it started as Poker Girls it was an undercover crime drama sort of show Mm -hmm. Um, but the name Poker Girls if you google Poker Girls a lot of naked women come up so we changed it to Bluff (laughs) uh, you know which is again still related to poker um but it's playing, playing yeah. the bluff. And so we shot, um, we recut the first episode and shot another mm-hmm. five. And um, so we have a six series or six episode season, which um, we had sold to some independent people. And, you know, we're really having a hard time getting traction, getting producers to, on top of it and getting it shown. Um, but mm-hmm. apparently we have now been picked up by the Fox Network. And we are fully funded to shoot season two. And um, so all those wheels are turning. And right now you can buy the first six episodes of Bluff on Amazon. But next year it should be available on the um, Fox networks. And a season two should be up as well. So that's what I'm hearing. No contracts have been signed by me. They may kill my character. You never know. But that's where we are right now.
0: You just. With, the, with, the pre- with a bag of pretzels? Maybe? <laughs> you
1: just don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's one of the exciting things about all of this kind of work voiceover and film is, you know, anytime the email tings or the phone rings, you just don't know what's going to be on the other end. And so it's mm-hmm. often lots of exciting things like, you know, having Will Lewis say, hey, do you want to get interviewed? For sure. How fun is that?
0: Yeah, well, speaking of fun, Dawn, I know that you're a little familiar with our format. And so now we're at that point in the interview where it's time for a little free association. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Take a deep breath. I'm going
1: to put both of my hats on, my analytic side and my
0: creative. Let's see what comes out. Okay. All right. Try to relax. Okay. 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 I'm happiest when I'm... Ah, uh,
1: watching a wonderful show on TV in my bed with my dog at my side cuddling with me.
0: I'm sad when...
1: <sighs> when someone is suffering.
0: Ten years from now, I don't want to be...
1: Working at any oil companies
0: ever again. I prefer blank over sleep.
2: Oh my. Sleep's my favorite thing. I prefer,
1: I don't prefer anything over sleep. I love sleeping. Can I, can I say that? That's, I got nothing. You know, a hot bubble bath. That's maybe it. Not even.
0: Okay. Well, what, what, what's something that you stay, what's the, when's the last time you stayed up all night? What did, what were you doing the last time you stayed up all night?
1: Oh my God! You know how old I am. I haven't stayed up all night in a long. Oh, last <laughs> time I stayed up all night was probably being bumped from one flight to another trying to get home from somewhere, <laughs> and that wasn't yeah, fun. You had no say in that. No, no. <laughs> if I, if okay, if I imagine, what would I stay up all night for? <sighs> Laying on a beach, watching a sky full of stars. How's that? That would be great.
0: Okay. The one moment I wish I could relive is...
2: <laughs> um, okay, so a great moment I'd like to relive.
1: I guess it would be the first half hour after the birth of my first child. With way more energy, because it was a 26-hour labor. If I could do it again with more sleep, that would be great. First half hour. First half hour of being a mom after
0: all those years of trying. T- t- tell us what that was like.
1: Well, I was exhausted because <laughs> I had had three, nine, three hours sleep before I went into labor, and then it was a 26-hour labor. Um, But, you know, I guess as the mom, I knew she was going to be a real human for quite some time, you know, because my pregnancies had all terminated very early, and... This one was definitely not terminating. So I guess just relief and happiness and I guess a feeling that, you know, I mean, for every mother, for every parent, your life is never going to be the same. But um, the sadness being put behind me was maybe something that would be different for me than it would be for most parents. So,
0: yeah, all that Mm -hmm. was good for 30 minutes what what happened in minute number 31 i was asleep
2: <laughs> i'm like take the baby i have to sleep <laughs>
0: the one person i wish i could be friends with is
1: mm. i like to be friends with Malala, malila malala malala you know the girl from uh
0: afghanistan Yeah. Or is it PACs?
1: No, one of those Indian countries, the one who just won the Nobel Peace Prize, oh, and then gave it all the money to her country to help rebuild schools. This is like, what, a Mm 15-year-old kid?
0: She's brilliant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And why her?
1: Because she, I mean, she's so young and she's done so much already, and she's fearless, and she's... um, thinks of everyone, you know, most 15-year-olds, if they got, if you gave them $50,000, they wouldn't be giving it away, right? And um, mm-hmm. so I think she's just really special. She's somebody who I wish that I could be younger so that I could see what she's going to accomplish in her life, because I see brilliant things for her. And it would just be really nice to be her friend and be along for the ride and, you know, be able to support her and applaud her and share with her all the great adventures she's going to have and the great things she's going to bring to the planet
0: if i could no longer be a voice actor i would be
1: okay can uh, can i say a film actress or do i have to say no to that too if i couldn't do anything like that acting in any way
0: um okay so we'll accept film act film actress <laughs> okay. okay and then i'm going to do a follow up question okay if I could no longer be a voice actor or a film actress, I would be?
1: Um, At this point in my life, I think I'd just like to be a writer now. I've got things I want to say and not enough time to say them. So, a writer.
0: A writer? <clears throat> yeah. What would, what would you write?
1: Well, um... People keep telling me, you know, I've had so many varied and interesting experiences in my life. People are always like, you have to write those down. So I would write a book just of my experiences and learnings. I've got a couple of novels in my head that I have outlines for, but I you know, haven't sat down to write. And uh, I'm actually working on a, a writing a book on audiobook narration right now.
0: So it sounds like you'd start out with writing your memoirs. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that's one of the things I'd be working on. Um, you know, and I've kind of been working on it in my head a little bit. I'm not sure how it would all go together. I think right now it would just be a, a series of anecdotes, and whether then I would mm-hmm. then group them by category or by date, I don't know. But And there's some stuff in there that I'd like to say that I'm not sure I'm brave enough to discuss. So maybe that's for an addendum published okay. after I'm gone. <laughs>
0: And if your book turned into a be- bestseller and was produced as a feature film, who would play you? Mm, at what age? Let who me think. Who would play you at 40?
2: Me at 40. Um. Oh, God. I'm just
1: going to go with Sandra Bullock, because I love her, so she can be me. She can be would, me. Who
0: would play you now? Oh, Meryl Streep, of course. And who would play your daughter now?
1: Uh, who would play my daughter? I don't know. Some child who takes everything for granted. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't 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 tell her I said that. Um, who would play my What's daughter? What's uh,
0: Ellen. Uh, Brittany. Ellen, uh... Oh. No, Ellen? no, no, no. The actress. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen, <laughs> Ellen, Ellen. No, Ellen Page. I think is her name. Ellen Page. Yeah. Played uh played in X-Men, played uh...
1: Oh, maybe that cute little redhead who played in um Oh, that film about The Help. The Help, that's what it's called, The Help.
0: Oh, that's uh oh, what is her name? She was in Spider-Man. Yeah. I can't think of her name, but I know who she She looks
1: like the about. type. She's the type. Okay. Now my hey, daughter has a brilliant voice, so it'd have to be someone who can sing. Opera oh, really? kind of singing. Yeah, she's brilliant okay. voice.
0: Your daughter's done a little writing
1: too, right? Yes, that's right. She's been writing prolifically since she was 12 or 13 or something. She just doesn't share it with anyone. Maybe now, someday. Who would pl-
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, when you get the tickets to the premiere, maybe you'll get, get yeah. a chance to. Yeah. <laughs> and what about your sons? Who would who would who would play your sons name?
1: Well, I have two sons and one is 6 7 and one is 6 6. So Mm -hmm. We got some big, big boys in Hollywood, because that's going to have to play them.
0: Okay. So one, The Rock, and maybe the other, The Big Show. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Those are wrestlers.
1: Okay, yeah. My older son could definitely have a wrestler build, because he's a big boy. But my little guy, well, he's not little, he's 6'7", but he's like 6'7 and 200 pounds, so you need a stick for that. No wrestlers for him. (laughs) A stick person. (laughs)
0: My children would be surprised to know that I...
1: I don't think I can say anything on the air. (laughs) Nothing would surprise them except for things I'm keeping secret. Stop the tape! (laughs) Uh, My children would be surprised... I don't know. I'm really... I have no You're idea. You're going to
0: pass on that one? You can pass.
1: You know, I, as you might have noticed, I'm kind of an open book, so very little I ever did would surprise them. They'd be surprised to ever see me drunk. They've never seen me drunk because I basically don't drink, mm-hmm. but occasionally I do because it's not like, you know, I'm allergic or anything like that. I just don't like the taste, so I don't usually drink. So they wouldn't be surprised to see me drunk. Okay. And it would be very fun, I'm sure.
0: If 3,000 years into the future, one of your descendants discovered a 30-second segment of this interview, which part would you want it to be?
1: Um, the part where I was talking about why I'd want Malala to, Malala to be my friend.
0: That's important to you.
1: Um. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you know, one of the things about me that I that I kind of like is how I am concerned for and care about sort of the planet and the people on it, and and um, and Malala does too, and so I have that commonality with her. So you know, I just would like them to know that about me.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Don, thank you very much for joining us. I hope it was it, Goodbye.
1: Uh, Thanks for having me. I hope
0: you enjoyed it and it was very painless. Well, um
1: I only brought tears to my eyes about a half a dozen times or so, so you know, good on you. Well,
0: you know, here is a <laughs> here is a Skype tissue for you. Oh,
1: for, thank for you. Know. I'll yes. just rub my face on Danny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, how can people follow your projects and, and, and what you're up to and, and keep in touch with what, with what you're doing?
1: Well, you know, I have, um, I'm have i on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I have a website. Uh, the Dawn of Voice is the name of my company. And so it's mm-hmm. www.dawnofvoice.com or .ca. Either one will get you there. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so busy that I'm not keeping up with my blog posts as much as I'd like to, but I will mm-hmm. try to do better in the future but i also and on on pinterest i have um all of the books i've not i've narrated although i'm a, i'm a little bit behind in putting them up there i have them all up on pinterest so uh if you go there you can see what i'm working on and and there's links to purchase things i've already done and stuff like that i found a business use for pinterest i was very excited
0: <laughs> i'm sorry can you repeat that
1: I found a business use for Pinterest which made me very oh. excited because before <laughs> that it, you know it was like about shoes which I don't have time for. So
0: <laughs> Pinterest is the uh, fo- is the is that the one with the pictures? You put the pictures on? Yeah,
1: you pin things that you're interested in. So I thought it was okay. a yeah. really great place to put my audiobooks so people can go yeah. there see what I've narrated and you can click to links to Audible or wherever to purchase them so.
0: And there are uh, links to your Facebook and Twitter on your website.
1: Yes, yes, I'm sure there are. Yes, I just had my website redone. Donna
0: Voice. That's me. Okay, all right, DonnaVoice.com, that's it. Okay, now, you also, I'm sure, Don, know that at the end of our program, we always have our guests play us out with something, something unique about them, something that only they can do. And I know that you don't play guitar, or do you play guitar?
1: Well, I used to, but I can't with my nails, I could sing for you. I can sing for you a cappella. you know, it's
0: funny you should mention that because (laughs) um, word on the street is that your voice is well suited for suspense, right? Okay. And since, you know, since we just uh, went through Halloween this past weekend, I thought, Don, if you were willing, that maybe you could play us out with a Halloween song.
1: Oh, my gosh. You know, there's one that I remember singing in elementary
0: school. I could give you. What's the name of it? Is it Skin and Bones?
1: No, I don't know what the name is. <laughs> I just know the words. Okay, I'm going to have to back up for well, the mic. Just... <laughs> Are you
0: ready? Okay. Okay. It... I it, it, yeah, and I also just you know I had one just in case as a backup. Yeah, I, I just emailed you one too that I used to sing when I was little, so maybe we can do both of them.
1: Okay, but I have to open up my email. I shut it down so it wouldn't ding at us. I don't know if I know the other one. I'll just wing the tune, or is it like well,
2: to the hear, tune let's of? Let's
0: hear yours. Okay. Yeah, let's hear okay. Yours here's mine, and see see what happens. Okay. okay
2: stirring and stirring and stirring my brew ooh ooh tip toe tip toe tip toe boo
1: how's that
0: all right <laughs> that's, that's- Pretty darn scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, okay. I... That's that's, oh, sorry, that's Dracula. That's a vampire. Is it?
1: Yeah. Okay. I see yeah, your
0: yeah. I see your
2: script no, there. No, is it a
0: witch? Is it a witch? Oh yeah, because vampires don't stir brood. a witch. No, is uh, a witch. Witch song. Oh, okay. Yeah. See how long it's been since I've been trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the difference between a witch and a vampire.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, that's okay. You're getting old. Will we'll forgive you.
0: Yeah, well <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it happens. But the one the song that I sent you is called Skin and Bones. It's something that we used to sing in at my grade school.
2: Uh-huh. And
0: it's if I can give you the, the, the rhythm, it was sort of like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, 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 there was an old woman of skin and bones, ooh, ooh, like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, sort of like, so, sort of like, ooh. ooh. I'll tell you what. If you, if you, if you, if you okay. If, if if you do the uh, if you do the verses, I'll do the chorus with you. How's that sound? okay <laughs> the chorus is ooh, 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 ooh. okay okay all oh, right I, oh this is gonna be great I like so okay <laughs> I, I like this this is great i'm, I'm I get to sing with Don harvey
1: ooh, really? boy let me tell you
0: <laughs> okay so whenever you're ready
2: okay hopefully I have the tune right there was an old woman all skin and bones Ooh. ooh. She lived down by the old graveyard. Am I close? (laughs) (laughs) One night she thought she'd take a walk. She walked down by the old graveyard. She saw the bones a laying around. Ooh. She went to the closet to get up room. Ooh. Ooh. She opened the door.